Hi, I'm Laura Mize from TeachMeToTalk.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Hampton. Hi, this is Chip Gerhardt, Chairman of the Board of the National Down Syndrome Society. This is Rachel Coleman from Signing Time, and you're listening to Down Syndrome Radio. Down Syndrome Radio. Down Syndrome Radio. Down Syndrome Radio. Good evening and welcome to Down Syndrome Radio. We are the downright awesome dads uh, here with episode 26, a quick catch-up episode for you guys because we haven't had a guest in a while, but we have some some great ones coming up. Uh, This is the place where you can learn about parenting children with Down Syndrome from, you know, a dad's perspective. Uh, I'm here with my my co-hosts, Jason over there on the West Coast. How you doing, Jason? Oh, fantastic. How are you? I'm doing super, dude. I hear you got uh, uh, some uh, big changes are coming. Big changes are coming. We're in the home stretch of of being a four person family of 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 not being able to field a basketball team. Right. So you know, from four to five people in the family, it's only twenty five percent increase. It's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you count our two dogs and a cat too, then 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 it's even less of a less of a. Change. You, prob- you probably won't even notice. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Jason's next child is due uh, in uh, two, a little bit over two weeks, right? Two weeks, April April fifteenth, for sure. All right, pay your taxes, have a baby. Yep. Unfortunately, we don't get the the old deduction for that yeah. this year. Right. Yeah. Right. How's the Dex man doing? He's doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's in preschool now, um, doing great, having fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it's it's. I guess no news is good news. A little bit of sickness, you know, over the summer or over the winter, just um, just some cold and sore throat stuff. But really, really nothing, well, nothing, nothing right, to speak yeah. of, which is great, actually. Well, no bad news is good news, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you say, Rick? Over on the other side, oh, this is Rick okay. Kosnowski, our uh, our East Coast correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's going great. Things are going really well. So uh, I'm looking forward to no more snow. And I'm, uh, kids are doing good, not sick lately, and having a great time. So uh, time's just flying by. It's crazy. My son, uh, just most recent thing, he just turned 18 months. So wow. uh, it's, it's hard to look at your baby pictures and then see your kid now and you're like wow he really is big so is he that is was he, the big is event he running around yesterday. everywhere now 18 months old is he is he running around wrecking everything now yes yes he's into everything <laughs> he's happy he, but he's so happy while he's doing it so he's not like a mean wreck everything person he's like hey look how great this is and then next thing you know he's standing on top of a table or standing on top of something climbing <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> hey, smiling. Awesome. how is the interplay between him and princess kayla uh, it's gotten a lot better, a lot better. It took a long time for her to warm up to him and, you know, she didn't want anything to do with him for a long time. And now she, they're more friends and more, more like she gets the idea like, oh, I'm babysitting him and I need to know where he is and make sure everything's okay and tell you guys if anything's going crazy. So mm, before she didn't want anything to do with him at all, I wouldn't care to tell us anything. But now she's like, Logan's getting in trouble. Logan's oh, getting she's in a trouble. Big Logan's ah, 
That's a you know, or if he's hungry, you know, or she's eating something, she'll give him a piece of what she's eating or something along those lines, and that's pretty cool. So, you think you had any stress from, uh, you know, her being the complete center of attention to having two? Uh, maybe no, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, I think she. I think she did okay, and um, it just took a little took a little while for her to adjust to you know having somebody else. But. You guys and your well-adjusted kids. How are we going to give you advice <laughs> if all of our kids are perfect? <laughs> my my daughter uh, still wants to be the center of attention at all times, so I, I don't know how this third kid is going <laughs> to affect that at all. I don't think it will. <laughs> she's not happy about it coming, is she? No, she's very happy. Huh? Okay. Yeah, she's very excited, but she'll still want to be the center of attention no matter what. Well, she'll you know she'll always be the first. She'll always be the oldest. Yeah, always be in all the family pictures, the keeper of the all of the family stories. You know. Yeah, I, I've been saying that that this poor third child will have very, very few uh, keepsakes and memorabilia and pictures of, of of this child scattered around this house because there was so many of Eloise and then Dexter. Just a, you know, definitely a lot less pictures and stuff. And and this third kid, there's going to be like nothing. Yeah, third kid. You probably shouldn't even name him. Just call him three. <laughs> yeah, three. Hey, you. Trey. Trey. <laughs> All right, That's awesome. Well, uh, no new kids down here in Richmond. We're done. That, uh, <laughs> that door's closed. Um, we've been missing a lot of uh, uh, a lot of school down here because of the stupid snow. I mean, they'll close if there's a flake down here. It's kind of kind of pathetic. I gotta tell you, I feel bad for you guys. I, I really do. This year, uh, it's been it's been really bad from what I've heard. And I camped out last so weekend. So glad I'm not I there. Have, uh, I have Indian Princess camp out weekend uh, starting tomorrow night as well. So, well, we just had our like 16th school closing for snow and stuff. This wow. Last yeah, they're gonna go for a whole. Let's see, kids have to go to school for 15 minutes earlier and 15 minutes later and an extra week into June, into like mid-June now or something. Mm. Wow. That takes yeah. the fun out of a snow day right there. Ouch. <laughs> now, of course, you tell that to Kayla and she's like excited about it because she, oh, she likes school. school. So okay. it's not, okay. yeah, it's cool. Well, we are uh, in the middle of IEP time here prepping for uh, Luke going to full-time kindergarten next year, so... We'll get to that when we do our IEP update. Uh, let's talk about uh, World Down Syndrome Day. What do you say? Sounds good. There's this uh, really cool website I go to a lot. It's called, uh, what's the name of that? Down Syndrome Daily. <laughs> it's really the best for like the latest news. So it's like they got something almost every day. You know? Wow, how about that? And on a daily kind of thing. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Who runs it's kind of a dork. But I mean, if you get past that, <laughs> you're all right. But uh, Legoland... That's where I'd like to spend World Down Syndrome Day. Right. What other World how, how Down Syndrome Day? You go there for free too. On top of it, those guys are really lucky. So people got to go to Legoland and celebrate World Down Syndrome Day for free. Yeah, with all your best friends. Awesome group picture. Any other? Uh, um, we're a little we're a little late celebrating World Down Syndrome. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it was awesome. Yeah, we were doing um, we were doing New York City for the past two or three years for World Down Syndrome Day. They have this great uh, conference there, um, and it, it pulls in everybody from all over the world. And they have speakers from all over the world and talk about different topics. It's so worth it if anybody ever has a chance to go. 
uh, for World Down Syndrome Day at the United Nations. Uh, but this year we had a, a different spin where we worked on doing a World Down Syndrome Day celebration in Delaware, which was something that never happened before in the past and uh, turned out to be an awesome, awesome party. So um, with over with around like we had around 500 people show up wow. um, uh, with a with a band and or, or a singer and DJ, the photo booths, the you know party atmosphere, food, crafts, all kinds of cool stuff. So it was it was really awesome. Did did you wear lots of socks? There were lots of socks there. Yes, yes. Somebody so explain to me the lots of socks thing. I, I'm not sure I get it. You know, it's it it's a way to it's a way to show that everybody's the same and everybody's different. You know, doing the same thing. So okay, okay. The socks all are very mismatched socks. They look nice and toasty warm. It's their uh, official logo, I guess. So there you go. Yeah, they had a thing. They did a thing at Kayla's school where everybody, uh, you know, they made this. I think we bought we bought socks for everyone in Kayla's class. Oh. They all wore them on that on uh, on that Friday. So. Wow, I I knew you'd be all over this, man. You're you're something else. Right. So th- this is stuff you guys have to plan for when you get to that point. You know, you got to make sure everybody has the socks to well, wear. We could have done it. It looks preschool, but I don't know. It's hard enough know. for me to find socks on a daily basis. Yeah. How, how many of you are actually? Right, my socks never match, anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> celebrating it year round. I specifically own only black and only white socks. <laughs> <laughs> you know those ones with like stripes and the different cut. Co- that that is just a way to sell extra socks, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Uh, all right there you go world down i hope everybody had a great day hope they kept their feet warm and that they showed their support yeah uh what else we do oh we got a cool we got a uh uh tribute proclamation in delaware the governor of delaware and lieutenant governor signed a proclamation recognizing world down syndrome day in delaware march 21st so that's something else you guys can look for or try to do it's it wasn't that tough you guys you know you just send an email to your Talk to your legislative people in your state and see if they can get that done for you. Or you just keep asking them a couple times and get this great certificate. Isn't there a group trying to get it put on the um, on the Google? You know, like the Google Splash page. Yeah, yeah. There's that Google. Uh, what are they called? Are they called Google, Google Doodle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been trying every year. That thing pops up and it hasn't caught on yet. But there's the push continues. So. Mm. It might turn. Who knows? Maybe it'll be socks or something in the future. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They could make it out of socks. All right. Okay. (laughs) So speaking of uh, how awesome Rick is, we have you got some news here, buddy. You're starting starting something new. Yeah, we yeah. um, So happy to announce that we started. My wife, myself, and uh, eight other families started a new nonprofit. It's called Three Two One Foundation, and of course. You know, three, two, one. You know. uh, and then uh, we had our first main event was on uh, World Down Center Day, three, two, one. So it was really cool to do that. And um, it's basically just a nonprofit organization that's focused on, you know, uh, people at Down Syndrome and their families and people in the community and, uh, you know, bringing them together and, with social activities and educational activities and doing advocacy type things. Um, like having a party for World Down Syndrome Day, and that was our inaugural event. So turned out great. We have we're almost at a thousand 
likes on Facebook for only being up for two weeks. So that's it's pretty amazing. And wow, that's pretty great. Uh, yeah, getting a lot of support. Um, and look forward to doing some some great things uh, in the community. Uh, our our focus really is just involving everyone. So where um, you know it's not just the families of you know that have a child with Down syndrome, but it's also their friends and their teachers and their doctors and their therapists and other people that they interact with on a daily basis to come to these events. And I think that's what really happens with our first thing, uh, our World Down Syndrome Day celebration. We re- that's how we got to the close to 500 people show up. So, so there's there's pictures the, uh, on Facebook if anybody wants to check it out. Yeah. Facebook.com backslash World Down uh, yeah, 321 Foundation. No space. And so check it's, it out. It's, 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 it's the number three, the number two, the number one space foundation. Yeah. No space. No three, two, space one, between no space. three, two, one, and foundation. Oh. You got it. <laughs> so we yeah, have one more in so, about a second. So, what are your hopes and dreams for it? I mean, what do you what do you picture this going in five years? Or you know what I'm saying? Um, I re- well, the whole reason I think one of the things why I did this and my wife wanted to do this was how we needed a social. Uh, type experience for people locally and outside of our area if it needs if, if it comes to that where uh, people are talking to each other and sharing uh, one of the most impactful things that happened to me when my daughter was born was us seeing an older family a girl who was four years old named Eliza came to visit us at our house with her family and that put my wife and I at complete ease saying look everything's going to be fine and we're going to be okay and this is going to be wonderful and look how wonderful this little girl is that's here right now and that makes a really big difference i think and i i feel like uh we, you know that's that's really the what people need to see is to be able to get together uh, with different you know age groups of people at different stages throughout um you know a, a life uh, or being involved with someone with Down syndrome and, and just seeing, hey, everything's going to be okay and look how great everything is and look and ask these people, you know, what do what do I have coming ahead of me and how did I, how did you handle certain things and all those types of questions that you have. Uh, hearing it directly from another parent is is huge and um, seeing someone, uh, you know, being successful or just understanding of their path and the decisions they made are huge. So that's the whole idea. So have uh, lots of social events where you have the opportunity to talk with people, have lots of social events where um, one of the biggest pieces of feedback we get from uh, people with Down syndrome is that they want to have parties and dances. And uh, I'm totally, I totally agree with that. Sure. They should have lots yeah. of parties Let's and dances. Start, so we want to make sure that's happening. And, uh, you know, just, just give as much, uh, as much of an accepting, warm family type atmosphere uh, where just everybody feels welcome, kind of thing. But right now, your 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 home, as it were, is on the Facebook page. Is that right? Yeah. So we have a well, That's no, we have a, so um, we go. have a web page, three two one foundation dot com. Oh, see. You mean like like as far as physical location? You mean? No, 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 no. I was just or just saying, like know, where, where you, we have where uh, the, where so episodes. so we're brand new. The web page is kind of new, but there's a store. You can donate on there. You can get updates as to where our events are going to be. Mm-hmm. The most activity is happening on Facebook. We have a Twitter page though too. And uh, LinkedIn will be up there soon as well. Okay, okay. Get the Facebook. Beautiful pictures. I yep. like the logo. 
What? Yeah, um, so we got t-shirts out there already. You can get a t-shirt for a three to one foundation. And it says, uh, you know, it's more than awareness. It's acceptance and love is what it says on the back. Where, uh, um, where are the donations going to go? What's your uh, charity or your goal to? Uh, the donations are going back to the families. So all the money goes back to the people to support them. Uh, we're trying to, the goal is to minimize administrative costs to keep it, to try to keep it as, as, uh, as, you know, as administrative, like, you know, families with somebody with Down syndrome that maybe can't pay for a certain, uh, therapy or whatnot, or. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so we have, uh, so we're talking about our, our core things are support and education and advocacy. So, uh, you know, money going into support through social activities, through education, uh, things like, uh, adaptive technology, like iPads or other things you may need, uh, to get through the day. Um, and education, uh, the ABLE Act is getting close to being passed and there's going to need to be financial literacy programs for people with Down syndrome to understand how to manage a bank account and use an ATM mm-hmm. card, things along those lines. So we want to be able to provide that, uh, those types of programs to people. Uh, so, you know, you're talking about as early as younger kids using iPads to literacy programs in school for reading and then financial literacy as you get older to use bank accounts and um, other things, whatever the need is that we're hearing outside of that as well. But that's like our initial thought of how we would go along those lines and then um, whatever needs to go into from the advocacy perspective as far as strengthening that relationships with schools and with the local government kind of thing. Dude, 500 people? Holy smokes. Yeah, it was crazy. How many so pictures? I, we had no idea what we were going. We had no idea what we were going to, what the turnout was going to be, and it looked like it was going to be big, but you don't know for sure who's going to be there and who's not. But it was, it was huge. So. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to get myself a T-shirt. <laughs> I'll make sure that gets to you. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, you know, if I pay my money, I expect it to come. But you know, yes. Hey. Uh, yes. All right, really. dude. That is super. You so it's pretty cool. it's pretty exciting it's 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 uh it's kind of like you have to pinch yourself hard to believe that you that this is happening but it is and we're getting a great response from everyone and um uh you know people are some people are asking you know are we competing with other organizations that are supporting people with down syndrome and the idea is not that it's to complement whatever other services are out there today and to work together with other people and other other organizations that are not uh down syndrome specific uh, just advocacy organizations. Hopefully, we can partner with in Delaware to to put on events and and collaborate to make things even better. That's so obviously you're you're kind of fully integrated with your with your Delaware, uh, your local, you know, Down Syndrome Association in Delaware. Right, separate organization, now. but working together towards a uh, common vision, kind of thing. Sweet, yeah. sweet. That's great. That's Very the idea. Good. Okay, okay, yeah, so I'm in. See, we'll see how it goes. We're only we're only a couple weeks in. Uh, so hopefully this could, this turns into great things though. Three, two, one, blast off. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. man. Very exciting. Yeah, that is very exciting. I think I, we have I, our, uh, we have our show title. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh other thing we were going to do was just kind of do, uh, uh, what we were going to call the IEP roundup or just kind of the, uh, the catch up episode, you know, cause, uh, you know, our goal is to give a father's perspective. And, uh, you know, there's three of us. We have children that are kind of separate parts of the age range, 
you know, uh, um, Jason is just entering the IEP process, you know, preschool, pre-kindergarten, so to speak. I'm just ready for kindergarten with Luke, and we're having a little bit of a battle. And, uh, uh, you know, Rick, you're kind of more, uh, have done it for a couple of years, but you have to kind of, these are the things I've learned and the, you know, uh, the things that worked and didn't work kind of a thing. So what do you say? You want to start, uh, you want to start, Jason? Sure. Sure. Um, so Dexter turned three in February, and we had our first IEP right around mid-February. Um, Dude, that means we've been doing this for almost three years, or at least somewhere close to that. What's that? That means we've been doing this for, you know, almost three years, or just that, that I've yeah. been in contact with you for almost three years about this. Yeah, yeah, it? we did the first. Yeah, yeah, I don't even remember when it was. It's yeah, hard to believe, June so. 2012. Yeah, it's crazy. So we're coming up on two years, actually. For this podcast. Yeah. Yes, I believe that's correct. Wow. Sounds right. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to derail you. No problem, no problem. Um, so, <laughs> time flies. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you know, I, I, I still, Colette actually didn't want to do it at all. And I said, just because, you know, we've heard all these horror stories and how it's so bad. And I was, I kind of went in with the attitude of like, let's do it. So when we need to do it for real, we kind of have at least some experience with it and, and, um, the process and what to expect and how everything works. Because like I said, we've heard all these horror stories and, and honestly, we, Dexter's in a, a private preschool right now and, you know, he, we, pay for PT and OT and speech. Um, and we weren't really, all of the options around here are, there's no full day preschool um, that's public, that's a public school that would be offered. Um, so, you know, really, really we weren't planning to get anything from it um, this year. So we Glett really just wanted to skip it, and I kind of was of the of the idea that we should at least go through the process to have the experience. Um, and honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Everyone who was in our meeting was super nice and really great, and and I, I don't know. I just I, I didn't have a negative experience, but I wasn't really trying to get anything out of it either. Are your so. services changing, or are you keeping the same things? Or well, we never really got anything to begin with, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I. I don't know. I don't. I don't In know. California, is it? Is there no those speech or PT or OT coming out of birth to three? I think or that, birth I think three? that you can get those services, but I don't know. We just don't so get them. So you had the IEP, but you didn't ask them for anything. Well, we have this. We have some stuff that they've given us, but basically, it's it's like a half hour a week of certain things, and you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna have him stop doing the services that we do privately. So it, it, it's okay. it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, we're not, and we don't have the time to shuttle him from preschool to service to back to preschool and to do all this stuff. I mean, so the private services go to pre go to the school. They do it in the room with the other kids. You know, it's like the perfect setup. I mean, yeah, it costs money, but it's, you know, it's, it's, but you could, you could, t you know, they're supposed to do it in that. What's this phrase? The least restrictive environment, you know? So, 
Yeah. That might be at his school. And, and just because it's county services doesn't mean that they don't have to send somebody to his preschool to do it or to your house. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. I think that's location kind of specific, though, too, because in Delaware, they would not go right. to places to you'd have to you have to go to them. Yeah, I, I believe that's it's, the case. It seemed for us like too. the pre-three-year-old things they came to your house, and the post-three-year-old yes. things they, you know, they yeah. want to have them at the school. Yes, and you know, there's there's this big difference between what's real and what the school can and can't do, just based on the resources and what the law says, which is you know least restrictive environment. You know, this is this big unfunded unfunded mandate from the you know federal government to say you have to do this, that, and the other thing. And then you know, if you want something that's that's not within what they have the normal capability of doing, but the law says that they have to do it, then, you know, you can push hard enough, but, you know, you spend so much time pushing that it's possibly not worth it. Yeah, the interesting thing you have, Jason, is that um, you have a private service that will go to the schools or, or, or the go to work to help. I, um, I don't think that we have that, or I don't think that's really that's that much of an option in Delaware, so that's interesting to hear. Yeah, it's, it's, somebody's interest who's listening to this. So it's pretty. It's it's very convenient, and I mean, it's 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 it's, we, it's different now because we don't really see the therapist that much anymore. We kind of have a occasional email conversation or phone call, but we don't like we don't we don't sit there through the the services um, anymore. Which I guess you know we're not taking as much out of it probably, but but we're hoping that the, the the teachers are there and they're learning as well. And, and, you know, the, the other kids too, and just that everyone else is getting something out of it too. Yeah. So I, my big thing was, I, I still going into it, I was trying to figure out like, who is the enemy here? Because everyone has <laughs> this, horrible, everyone has this horrible experience and I'm just trying to figure out, where that enemy is who's making it horrible for everyone and i still honestly i i just don't know uh, you know yeah. the, the the answer is that if in, if you want what they generally give for people in your situation then there's no enemy in the room then they're just trying to decide what's best for the child and that's perfect right. it's the you know it's that your know, schools budgets have shrunk and I'm not blaming anybody but, you know, you kind of have to sometimes fight if you want something other than what they generally offer. You know, that's that's when you get all these horror stories where, you know, the school's used to doing it non-inclusively and you want it to be different. And that's going to require a change or additional resources or whatever. Or, you know, you think you should get speech, you know, one hour a week and they're only offering a half an hour. You know, mm -hmm. that's 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 when it gets tense. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, I certainly can see that, and, and I, I can, I can definitely see it once kindergarten comes into play, and 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 you know you 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 want when when you know when a typical kid would go to a public school, then then that's when you want to fully, you know, send your child also to the to the school and be fully included in everything. Well, now Dex goes to preschool now, but it's not a special needs preschool, is it? No, no, it's not. It's just a regular but, but, I mean, you know, I paid for my daughter to go to preschool, too, and I'm going to pay for my second daughter to go to preschool, so it's like... Well, right, but you're already following the inclusive model in that he's in right, with, right. The, with the typically developing kids. Right. Is that a full-day preschool? or? Yeah, day? yeah, full-day. 
I but. guess, and in the, in the also the situation where you know you're, you know, you're, 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 you're blessed enough to, you know, have the money to do that, whereas not everybody is. Yeah. And that's and for that's sure. one of the things that makes me feel bad when I fight for services. You know, uh, you re- kind of realize that if I take up that extra hour a week, you know, they're going to have to take it out somewhere else. <laughs> Somebody else is not going to get it. Uh, that 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 that's kind of that's kind of odd as well because you know in some cases you can afford you know private therapy as well so those are always tough decisions mm-hmm. but you, you know do you felt it was kid. pretty easy you right know, you know what your kid needs so i don't know i thought those i thought those first ieps i, I went into them being a really um i thought they were going to be really rough and they they were not as bad so uh I think you know, the feeling that you had, Jason. I kind of feel like the same way about it. It wasn't wasn't that bad, and uh, you know they, they they worked with us for everything we needed to. The, the, those in those, those early stages, because it's there's no classroom piece of it really. It's just providing you what you what you're asking for. See, I, yeah, if you, but you if, have to but you have to go to the physical place, and that's that's the catch. If if right. you have to, uh, if you know, if you go there, basically asking them, what should I do? And, you know, they'll advise you a path with some services that's pretty good, you know, then everything works well. But, you know, in our case, you know, my, uh, you know, my wife had kind of a very strong opinions about what services, you know, we went in with, this is what we want. And, you know, if you, <laughs> if that, if that, if that's not what you're offering, then, you know, then we're going to have to talk kind of a thing. So, you know, we would usually yeah. develop what we were, we were planning to ask for in advance. And uh, so some of them got a little tense because of that. Yeah. You need and to plan he, ahead. Definitely, you gotta have a game plan going in. And sure. You should have your you 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 know your your existing therapist should have your back with whatever mm-hmm. those recommendations are mm-hmm. of what you want. You know, just just to give you evidence to say, hey, this is what we're doing, and this is working, and this is what doesn't work, and this is why we need what we were asking for, kind of thing. Yeah. Almost to the point where they can't say no. You know, Rick, this is an idea for your foundation. You know, if somebody were to collect data, uh, location data. Where similar to the um, the registry, where you could say this is my child's age, this is where I live, this is what services I get in my IEP. Yes, yes. Uh, you know I love that idea, and we actually have already talked about that because we did not have a directory or a family directory to focus on those kinds of things. And it's every aspect of your life. It's not just you know it's the services you get, the school you go to, the teachers you have, the doctors you have. The you know where your families work, where all these things you can leverage and experiences that you can leverage from different people in your area is huge, and uh, we're trying to build something like that actually with these beginnings. You're way ahead of me as always, buddy. I think I'm. Oh, I said you're way ahead of me as always. Yeah. (laughs) No, we're we're on the same page. That's the important thing. That's good. You know. I mean, being able to understand someone else's experience is so huge. And why do you have? Why does it have to be so hard to get that information from somebody? It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, I think what you, what you said before too, Rick, is that the teacher really matters. And and Dexter, you know, for the first three years, we've had the same like infant program teacher, and um, you know, she's just she's so awesome. She'll do anything for us for Dexter. Uh, she'll. She's just amazing, and so I think that that you know maybe now we we are moving into the next next step, and she's not going to be our teacher, our you know I our coordinator, I guess anymore, and and so it's going to be interesting. 
we still have we are supposed to set up a meeting with our our new person. So hopefully, yeah, that is a that's very scary, definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. a natural progression. It, it kind of sucks. And you have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's too bad. <laughs> so, um, Jason, what are your plans for when he does become kindergarten age? You know, have you started thinking about this? You know, because uh, there's, you know, yeah. I mean, is, other uh, than being uh, fully included, like there's, that's it. That's the plan. Well, it is okay, but there's, <laughs> but there's more than that. I mean, because I'm going through this right now, or, or what's okay. this in the past year, the, you know. You could possibly hold him back a year or, you know, uh, through his entire 15 or 20 years of education that he's going to get, you know, you could do this maybe even a few times before he gets to be, you know, seem too old for his for his class. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, some people say, you know, send him to kindergarten early and that first grade is like the hardest year so that you should he could do first grade twice. Or, you know, he could do kindergarten twice or there's certain years that maybe, you know, he could he could do he could he could double up on. Or you could just keep him in preschool and then hope that, you know, uh, he's more prepared when he becomes into kindergarten and he could be easy, more easily fully included from the start. Mm-hmm. So have you given any thought to that at all or did I just did I just make you stressed out? Um, <laughs> no, you didn't really make me stressed out. I mean, um I don't know. I guess that that you cross that when you come to it because yeah, I I don't know. I've okay. thought about you know that 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 he is birthday's in February, so he'll be relatively on the on the high end of five when the kindergarten starts. You know, he'll be like five and a half. So hopefully that will and he'll be used to all day school already, right? be used to all day school and being in a in a regular classroom and you know used to the routine of of school i know my, my daughter had a hard time with the transition from preschool not a hard time but a, a you know an interesting time with a preschool transition to kindergarten you know over the first couple of weeks of kindergarten all she said was we just sit sit at a desk all day and uh, i said well that's kind of what school is yeah, yeah. you know what's well, what's your next start years. real school <laughs> So yeah, you know it's 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 not easy. It's different, and yeah, we'll see. Okay, all right. I guess I'm next then, huh? Sure. Uh, okay, so Luke was born in uh, September third, September fourth, or that's the one. That's the that's the date I'm not sure of. I think it's September fourth. Uh, I know he was born at five oh eight or five oh seven, and there's that song about being born at five oh eight. So I, I make up for that by knowing the exact time he was born. Um, so theoretically, in in uh, uh, Virginia Richmond schools, you uh, if you're born, let's see, if you're five as of September first, you gotta go, right? So mm-hmm. theoretically, he could be the absolute youngest kid in his kindergarten class, mm-hmm. which I didn't want that. Sure. You know? So there was the whole we could send him to kindergarten, and then maybe he could do it twice, right? Or you know we could send him to kindergarten, push him to first grade, and you could do that twice. Or we could hold him in the school he's in now, which kind of like your situation, Jason. He loves the school he's in now. Very happy there. We're very happy with the teachers and everything there. He could stay there another year in a pre-K kind of a program and then mm-hmm. start fresh in kindergarten when he is theoretically old enough. But, you know, he'll he'll be essentially the same age as all the other kids in the class. He's a little bit smaller. He'll seem exactly the same as them. That's the sure, plan. Sure, sure. Do they uh, do they have transitional kindergarten? Because that's like this big thing now here in San Diego. There's a transitional kindergarten in California, I think. No, 
which is basically it's basically I think it's because they've they've shifted the the cutoff dates um, for kindergarten, and it's it's basically moving towards that September first date, like you mentioned. Like you have to be five if you're five on December first or se- September first, then you, then you're in kindergarten, and if you're five on August or on you know any time after, you have to be five to go into kindergarten, basically. Okay. And so they've started this transitional kindergarten program, which is like for kids who are kind of on the edge, and it's basically like kindergarten, but it doesn't it doesn't count as kindergarten. It's almost like kind of it's transitional. So it's like a whole year of this transitional program. Sounds like it would be interesting. No, we don't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. No, but you know, like I said, like like you, he's paying to go to a private preschool. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's wonderful. The one that he's in, he's in now. Um, okay. So as far as IEP is concerned, you know, when, uh, um, we had wanted him. Okay. So last year he was in this preschool as well and he received certain services and they did go to his school, not maybe once a month or whatever. And he did some, uh, speech therapy at the school itself on a, maybe a weekly basis. And then, yeah, I think uh, once a month they observed him in his classroom. It, you know, so it was a, it was a, it was a plan that had certain services to it. That was, um, I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't a lot of time, but it was pretty good, and we were happy with it. Well, when it got to be, when you know, this 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 past year, about this time, we had an IEP meeting for him to go to kindergarten because, you know, he makes the cutoff by four days, right? So they offered us you know, a regular kindergarten type of situation for him to go to kindergarten, for him to be pulled out for this much speech and, and that and whatnot, and there was some inclusion or some non-inclusion. But the whole plan that they presented to us, we didn't want because we wanted him to stay in this preschool. So we wanted him to stay in the preschool and just receive the same things he had the years before. Well, since we turned down what they offered, we got almost nothing. We got this mm-hmm. uh, services plan through some other other funding source that was, I don't know, like 16 hours in the whole year or something like that. Mm. So, you know, that was a little bit of a fight, but you know, we weren't, we weren't going to fight it then because we were, he was in his, in his thing. We also have a private speech therapy and we were going to, we were going to basically reconvene in a year. Right. So, you know, we already have this, I don't know, uh, Richmond, uh, I say Richmond schools. I'm in Chesterfield County, Virginia. And, uh, they're not really progressive around here. It's just, you know, Virginia's a little bit of an old-school kind of a state. Um, so this year, we're, 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 we're ready to go into kindergarten. We're having the same meeting. You know, we know all the people involved, and uh, we just had our IEP meeting, and uh, we want him to be fully included. And this is going to be new for them. They have, you know, special needs classroom that they pull out to kids, you know, as as needed so that, you know, a child child with Down syndrome might really only be in class for like, you know, half the day. He might, you know, go to gym and lunch and a few other things during the during the day. And then and then, you know, but, you know, for the specialized instruction, he would get all of that in the in the kind of the, the special classroom. And that wasn't what we wanted. So they were willing to do work with us for what we wanted. Uh, in this first meeting, we haven't finalized it yet, uh, but they, you know, we wanted an aide. So we want him to be in the classroom and for, I don't know what percentage of the day, they have one teacher for 24 kids, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's really not a lot of extra time for this teacher to do accommodations or modifications and all these things have special, special terms to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, like uh, if they're going over something in history and it's got to do with, I don't know, uh, the Mayflower, you know, they would take take that and, and make a modified curriculum for him that might just have to do with uh, a ship or something, something simpler, you know, or they'd either count to 20 and they would have him count to 10 or, you know, some sort of accommodation, but that he would be in the classroom and that a certain percentage of the time there would be an aid for the times when they did things that were particularly complicated, you know, so let's say... I don't know, a quarter of the day or whatever. And, you know, this is where, Rick, you kind of you kind of plug into uh, can you find out what other people are getting in other places around the around the country? And I'm going to ask you the same thing. But, you know, Kim went to her right. Facebook friends or whatever that we all know and are linked together through Facebook and stuff like the 3 to 1 Foundation and, and, and uh, you know, your local Down Syndrome <laughs> Association and asked. And she got yes. eight or ten data points and there wasn't anybody who had a child in – you know, uh, elementary school that didn't have an aid. <laughs> so, uh, I guess the question is, did Kayla have one? Uh, well, it, it, she didn't have an aid specific to her, but she, it, her, I understand the Delaware has, um, a, a, in some of the schools has a classroom that's specific for kids with stronger special needs, but they still have it's still like an inclusive type class, but it would be maybe like a half to three quarters of the kids may have stronger special needs. In that class, you have a teacher, a regular ed teacher, special ed teacher, and a para for the whole class. So there's three teachers across a class of 20 people. Um, and they're all, depending on the level of need, there may be someone that has a, uh, uh, someone that, any directly for them one-on-one -on -one. but in Kayla's environment so far in first grade she was in that class um in, when you say that class you mean the, the regular classroom or the special needs classroom it was the the special needs classroom and uh, we, we were not thrilled about that going into it in fact we weren't we um there was no other option for us at that time though and um look and we have since made our um, choices of how Kayla was going to progress in school and where she was going to go based on where, it, if they had that or they didn't. And, and now in, in second grade, it just happens that in the same um, school that they don't have that classroom anymore. It's not like that. So they changed. There's, it's called the, I think it's called the Stepson model or something along those lines where they don't focus all the kids in one room and they, and they break it up. And uh, right now Kayla is only, Kayla in a class of maybe same kind of thing like you know 25 or so kids and i think there's three kids with an iep in the class is there it's uh, how many teachers and, and kayla is kayla is the only person with a identifiable disability by you know looking at them you probably couldn't even tell so so how many, so how many teachers are in the classroom two okay so there's a there's a regular ed and special ed teacher in the class okay Okay, so, so you know, and that and that special ed teacher split among three kids or whatever. So, yeah, and and how it and how it really works out is, you know, that's how it is on paper. But in, in the real scheme of things, if you go there and watch, you know, two teachers are working with the whole class, and they'll, uh, you know, it, it's been a really great experience this year where the class, you know, is is you know they rally around each other and the kids help Kayla and they they work together and. We've had really good experiences. We had one questionable bullying experience that could have just been kids shoving each other, but um, that 
that was addressed and handled quickly and well. And um, the teachers that she has are fantastic. And I, I heard you guys talking before about um, holding back for a year. And uh, that was always one of our concerns, too, because Kayla is a late birthday. She's in May, so she's one of the younger kids in the class on top of that. And uh, it's, so, it's such a hard thing to do because you're, you're like, your kid goes through these grades with all these kids and they make a lot of friendships. And then you're like, oh, but the gap is getting a little bit bigger. And, you know, a second year of second grade for Kayla would probably be really strong to focus on the fundamentals of reading and math and all that kind of stuff. And the teachers and the environment is awesome. Just like how you're saying, you get that right teacher, you feel great about it. You don't want to let them go. Um, so that's going to be a tough decision for us, and I, that might be a hard sell for the school, too, because the schools are not into holding back. They want you to keep going. So so as uh, of now, she is she is with her regular class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, she has, um, she has therapies that are, that are with a group or, uh, you know, um, uh, physical therapy where she may take another kid from the class with her to go do that or speech and OT and, and those things all happen just throughout the day uh, in so, different settings. So let me finish my, my, my IEP experience. So now we kind of, you know, we're, we're doing this piecewise, but at least we have kind of yeah. some background for the whole thing where, you know, yeah, we sorry about that. with go a goal, which we didn't, you know, we wanted him to be in the regular classroom, but we didn't feel that, you know, 24 to 1, you know, was probably tough on the teacher to start with let alone with, you know, or one or, or more uh, special needs children in the, in, the, in the class. So, you know, we wanted a, a, an aide. And uh, they, you know, they tried to tell us that uh, well, there would probably be an aide, but, they, you know, there's nowhere to put that in the IEP. You know, it's, uh, um, uh, it's kind of accommodations, but, you know, we, 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 we put specific number of hours of services for things like, you know, speech therapy or, or whatever different therapies, but an aide just doesn't get listed. And that didn't sound right to us. You know, we talked to other people, and they said, no, it was it was written in there under accommodations, you know, uh, and it it is tense. You know, so we left that. We said we ran out of time. It's three hours long, you know, yeah. um, and we were going to have to reconvene on it. So it, 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 is, it is very tense, at least for us. So we, 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 we kind of knew this was coming. Uh, you know, uh, we have some, you know, we, we brought Luke's picture. You know, we did mm -hmm. when they did his present level of performance, the plop, which is how they start. You know, Kim had a little video on her computer that she showed of all the all the uh, um, you know, Luke is already working on kindergarten skills. Like we want him to be ready, so he's working on gluing and cutting and and and, and letters and stuff like that, uh, sight words. You know, so she had a little video of him. She even brought food. You know, I mean, Kim was prepared. We, we do that, too. That's yeah. a great idea. That's yeah. the way to go. Kim, I mean, Kim's got the book that says, you know, the uh, Individuals with Disabilities Education Act or whatever. She's got, you know, IEP, okay. this, that. She's got a stack of stuff in front of her, and she is, she is not to, to be outdone, you know. Uh, there's certain certain tips like that. Like, you know, it's probably best not to sign it that day that you go in there. You should go back and think about yeah. it pretty much every time. Uh, our, our first grade experience was a lot like what you're talking about, and, and that was not the, the, you know, the easy, easy path, and so I, I totally get what you're saying. Did you, do you guys go into those? And I don't know, it's, it's kind of funny, but do you go into like, okay, I'm going to be the one that's, that's going to put him against the wall, and the other one's going to be the one that's like talking more, and I don't know, because like, so my wife is in school more often and sees the teachers more often, so when I go into the IEP meeting, I'm more of the 
the bad cop in that, and I'm asking the tough questions and making if I if I can, you know, if I remember, if I can pick it out to to be like okay, or if we're or we're going in with the game plan that says okay, Rick, you're asking this question, you're going to be the one pushing them on this kind of thing. Um, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not given that. I'm not given that level of trust, Rick. You must be more than I am. Uh, you know, there's there's times when it's best to talk about how advanced Luke is, and there's yeah. times when that actually works against you. And yes. Kim's got a plan, and she's always petrified that I'm going to say the wrong thing, which is probably uh, justified okay. fear. So my instructions are usually to sit there and look upset. There you <laughs> go. <That's> like, <laughs> That's the bad. That's the bad cop too. There you go. Oh, yeah, definitely the I bad cop, agree. but the quiet, the quiet bad cop. I'm supposed to be the quiet right. bad cop. Look at that guy. He's just doing on it. Yeah, you know. But see, no, that's the that's a great point because you, it's very hard to go into those meetings and be realistic and or just say this is what the actual performance is. And you know, they're not. She's not at the same place where her peers are. And what are you guys going to do about that? And where? What did you do about that over the past? you know, seven months that she's been in this grade for, what have you done? You know, and it's a hard question to say and, and to push back against them, but you need to see some progress. And if not, you know, you can't justify doing the recommendations you're doing if she hasn't accomplished the things that she set out for at the beginning of the year. Like, how does it measure? Show me show me the results kind of questions. Okay, so, you know, we, we haven't gotten there yet, but, 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 but I got more about how this whole thing didn't, didn't, really, didn't really go how we had hoped. You know, the the teachers or the 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 well the 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 person on the other side of the table that was leading this discussion, who uh, uh, not the vi the 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 vice principal is always the kind of the special needs coordinator, but the person kind of from the county, right? She said, "Well, you know, Luke is fairly advanced, and we don't want to write in that he needs certain services, and if it turns out that he doesn't need them." It's written in the IEP, and then we have to do them anyway, even though they're not necessary. I said, well, okay, that's great for you, right? But if you don't write them in there, I, I want the exact opposite. Yeah. I want them in there on the off-slight chance that he might need them. And, and the truth right, is, yeah. he might go to class and get along famously, and, and, it, you're, and you're right, Rick, it, it could be a, you know, a, what, which is the teacher. We've already, like, you know, secretly been interviewing all the teachers to try to, you know, get, get them into the one that we like, of course, because, you know, I've had kids in that school for, like, eight years so now. Uh, right. So, you know, what they want is the exact opposite. I'm like, you know, I, you can't use that excuse. I'll tell you what, if, if, if he goes to school and it says in there he needs 40% of his time an aid and it turns out he doesn't need it, you know, I, I won't press the issue. Or if you want to change the IEP at that point, then, then, then we'll go to town. But don't tell me, oh, trust us, because mm -hmm. I don't. I really don't. Yeah, and, you know, and really, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, Having support is always a great thing. You can always push your boundaries further and learn more or have that aid contribute to the class more. Even if it's not specific to Luke, it's to everyone and they're helping everybody learn. I mean, there's no reason. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's no reason for the way that they were thinking versus the way you were thinking. So so you mentioned that, you know, even the time while you were at Kayla's, you know, in, in, in your own school system, in the time you've been there, there's been a change in how it works. Is that right? Yes. Okay, yes. well, our goal is to initiate such a change in, in Chesterfield, Virginia. <laughs> Sounds a little grandiose, but I think we're going to, and I'm sure there's some inclusion going on already, but, you know, we're going to we're gonna have to blaze a trail a little bit. 
you know, it seems like a lot of this stuff is uh, like principal and school based too. Like, it's what is their feeling on how things should go? And they, you know, it's kind yeah. of mind blowing because you're thinking, man, doesn't there, shouldn't, don't you all you guys do this the same way and follow like a model to something? And it's not always that way. And it's eye opening. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I was trying to picture it through their eyes because, like I said, the meeting was three hours long. So, you know, in their eyes, if they already have this model set up where they have a, you know, they, they've even shrunk it so that uh, some of the kids, some of the schools don't have the special needs program. Have you seen this? So, like, you know, only like about one in three of our schools have this. And it's just luck that the one closest to us does. If it didn't, then he would have to be bused to another school. That's not his local school. How do you feel about that? He wouldn't be allowed to go to the school? Correct. Correct. So the kids in, in our neighborhood uh, would go to a different school than, than my son would because, you know, they've consolidated their special needs resources into only certain schools. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so there's that. But, uh, yeah. um, you know, this model that they have of, of whatever the opposite of inclusion is, exclusion, I guess, which sounds harsher than it is. I mean, the, the model was developed with the goal of helping the children. There's no, you know, there's... You know, everybody wants to help the children here. Uh, there's nobody mean involved. But if yeah. they if they have that infrastructure, so they have the they have the room and they have the teacher there, and they're already spending those resources to do a half inclusion model where they're including just for me, costs them extra resources. Right. It only saves them. You know, uh, and and when we have Michael Remus on, I've heard him speak. You know about how it can actually save a school system money. It only saves that money if they switch wholeheartedly from one to the other, and they no longer have that room at all. Right. So you know we're gonna <laughs> have to have to wade through that. So the whole IEP thing, uh, you know, there's, for the Luke update, he's doing super. He's doing great with his sight reading. His 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 average sentence length is getting longer. He knows his address and his phone number. He can do the cutting to some extent and the gluing. You know, uh, he's gonna be great in kindergarten. So uh, nice. we're 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 ready to rock, and and you know we'll fight the battles and whatnot. And you know, all of the people at Chesterfield County are good people. They all want to help us. I know, and 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 there's limited resources, and I I I get all of that. But we're gonna we're gonna fight for what we want. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't no, mess with my all wife. All those just things are never a reason for you to stop. Yeah. Huh? They're, that that's all of those. Ex- uh, you know, reasons they give back to you are not a reason for you to back down. So, agreed. No, so uh, so that's that. So that's what we're at on IEPs. I hope I didn't say too much or sound too. Uh, uh, you know, it's gonna, it's all gonna work out. Uh, so then, you know, so tell me what it's like when you've, you know, it's it's like what's gonna change just for this year, kind of an IEP instead of a, you know, like a big groundbreaker. Yeah. So. Uh, what do you? What was? How was, what was that well, question? Well, it's okay. So you know, uh, uh, Jason's experience was kind of like the you know the the pre K kind of one. Yeah. And, you know, mine was the just about to go into kindergarten, but really haven't experienced the services yet. You know, and yours is you know when you have your IEP, it must be let's take last year's and 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 modify it somewhat, but it's less groundbreaking. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Because I mean, you know what works for your kid by that time, and just to what you're saying, you know, a lot of times the school comes into it with a canned approach, and you have to remind them that everyone everyone's an individual, and just like you with classrooms and teachers and the way they learn, everybody has their own way of doing that, and we can't just put the canned answer for everyone. And Kayla has her strengths and weaknesses, and we need to 
make sure she's getting taught in the best environment for how she'll learn. Um, you know, first kindergarten was awesome and, and preschool was awesome. And those things, uh, she had great, everything worked out. And, you know, you, you, you make those relationships with your teachers to make sure she's getting what she needs in the, in the right way. And first grade came in and uh, the environment started off great and the IEP went into it great. But then, you know, a couple of months in, nothing was happening and we weren't hearing anything from the teachers and the I, we found out the IEP would, wasn't being followed there just there were no modifications or adaptations happening despite the fact that it's in the IEP so that's a whole nother thing that you have to think about that you have all this stuff planned and written but yeah it's supposed to be followed but are they really doing it and uh, you know we didn't have that we didn't have that happen and we lost a lot of time in first grade with Kayla I mean she loved it and everybody said she was a wonderful person and they love Kayla and she's so nice and all this stuff yeah but I mean but is she learning things and is she progressing and that didn't happen to the rate that we really expected it to and we put a lot you know we, we all put a lot into our kids to be where they are and to make sure they're trying to stay at the same level as everyone else you know as best as they can but um, we all have that and, worry in the first grade that know. just didn't that didn't happen that well and I mean, that may be that's a little bit because of uh, for a lot of different reasons and you know some of it was the adaptive technology that was that was tough for us to get I mean Kayla grew up on iPads and touch screens and now you're in first grade and they're using computers and computers in first grade classes have a mouse and you know she's like what the heck's a mouse and what am I what am I going to do with that you know I don't I don't use that on my iPad that was on a list Kim gave me she goes she's got these lists from the thing she goes hey you got to teach him how to use a mouse so Sometimes he gets, right. quote, screen time, but it's got to be on uh, the computer and he's got to figure out how to use the mouse. I mean, and isn't that kind of working backwards anyway? I mean, are they really going <laughs> to... It is a skill when that When these kids are know, old, don't you think? old, they're not going to be... There's not even going to be a mouse anymore, you know? Oh, it's so right. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, you know, to finally... And it took us, like, it took us a long time. Maybe, like, it took us the whole year pretty much to get a touchscreen computer, which finally they were like, well, why don't you just tell us? We would have got it this fast. Like, you know... And then you get a touchscreen computer, but it's only in one room, and she's in multiple rooms throughout the day, and uh, just a lot of things you don't think about. Um, but you know, we did build good relationships with the school, and um, second grade turned out to be uh, a really awesome experience. But the IEP at the end of first grade going into second grade was one of those really long IEPs where we had to talk about you know the things that went well in first grade and the things that didn't go so well in first grade and um, one of the biggest things that didn't go well was communication and uh, one of the things and what we learned really uh, and what they tell you sometimes is when you go into starting a new grade you know you have to give the teacher and the kids in the class some time to like gel and get going so they can figure out you know know your kid and maybe you may not see things that are in your IP in the very beginning that's because they're still feeling things out I mean that that stuff you can't let that happen because the school year goes by so fast so mm -hmm. uh, my advice is to just be on top of it from the very beginning that's what I hear and that's all the, the way, time. That's the way no. we approached it this year, and it's been way, way better. That's what I hear all the time. You know, people are like, you know, you, you're not happy with how things are going, and they say, well, you know, give us a month, you know, give us some time to, you know, to get it going. The answer is no. You, once you no. think it's not working, you, you say, no, I want a, I want a new teacher, I want a change, I want this. You, you can't. Yes. You, yeah. Yes, and, I hear and that people, from people all the time. People, yeah, you back down to that—the the strength and the power of the school. But you, your voice is just as strong, and 
there's lots of resources out there that can go with you to IEPs. Like if you have a parent information center or other advocacy type groups in your area to get your back and let you know what your rights are and let you know what you should be saying or let you know what other people may be getting, like you're saying, Mark. Um, uh, I think I think one of the biggest things, though, and, you know, despite all of the stuff in the IEP, the teachers made a huge difference. Teachers in second grade that Kayla has, um, she loves and you can see that just the effort that goes into the uh, work that she does. And there is a difference. And uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to think that you may not have those same kind of teachers the, the following year. Uh, but it, it, it's a big leap uh as you move on to each, through each year, but um, I'm, I'm, the IEP I'm process as a whole is you got to be really honest, and you got to uh, you know, and you got to let everybody know that you know we're just giving real feedback to each other about what's good and what's not good and what we need, and then enforcing what's in the IEP is the next step, and it's something you don't think about as much, but uh, the stuff that you're asking for is it really happening in the class, and can you see evidence of that and you know, can you go to school one day and take a look and see how she's doing or, or he, you know, go to lunch with them or just see the interaction. And um, Kayla, here's a, here's a great example. Kayla started off this year um, and every time she was going to different rooms or lunch or coming going to her, her classroom or leaving school, they always had somebody walking with her. And I'm like, why is there someone walking with her? If anything, like, if anything, Kayla gets... Um, the routine down. The routine is what my kid knows the best, right? She knows where all her classrooms is. She knows where it needs to go. She doesn't need someone to walk with her. Um, you know, she should be walking to places. If other kids are walking by themselves, she should be able to walk by herself too. And, um, you know, the teachers just thought, you know, oh, you know, she's so cute. She's so nice. Let's walk with her. Let's do things with her. And, you know, it's almost like you have to just have a conversation and say, wait a minute, let's talk about this. You know, I understand that you want to help her. And, and you know, and that's like the... The helping kind of thought process with that but if everybody else is doing it she should be able to do it too and you know don't give her that assistance until she needs it kind of thing as opposed to always having someone going with their places so little things sometimes to look out for you you were talking about teachers I, i'm impressed with all teachers let's hear it <laughs> let's hear it for yeah. teachers i mean if you've been in the classroom okay so i i'm a a, a coach an assistant coach for molly's volleyball team so we're talking 10 11 year old girls right it is hard to keep them paying attention you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it, it, you know like scouting events or whatever you take more than sure. four kids at a time it's almost impossible to get them to do what you want to do right but you go in these classrooms and the kids all know that the word wall words go up here and they're supposed to come in they're supposed to they, they get all the routine and the teachers just keep the whole thing going perfectly i, I I'm impressed with all of my kids' teachers. They're just amazing. Well, I couldn't do what they do. I don't know if you guys get this from from a teaching experience too, or from just watching your kids and, and how they're progressing. Kayla does a lot of um, she does a lot of like like uh, self talk or reenacting of a scene that happens throughout the day. So like if she when she comes home from school, she sometimes like replays what happened in school, like in her doing like her own playtime kind of thing. And she'll be the teacher and she'll hear her like talking to the kids and she'll be like, you know, telling one kid, Hey, you need to, whatever the teacher would be saying, you know, you know, whatever this kid's name is, you need to do this or you need to do that or let's all do this. And you can, you could kind of 
I got a feel for what it was like to be in the class based on the things she said this year and the things she said last year when she's like um, replaying and or um, role playing kind of what happens in class each day and and my wife gets a gets a feel for that too and that's an interesting thing to to see just uh, year to year as well. All right. Anything else on the uh, update? What else? Oh, you know what else happened? The um, just a little plug for the the Buddy Walk on Washington happened last month, Ooh. and uh, so everybody was down there. And and just for everybody, I know I touched on the A Black a little bit, but uh, it it's an independent piece of legislation now. It's not part of tax reform. Has a ton of support in Congress. And this thing's probably really, it's going to happen. It's going like to happen this Give year. A, so You know, next year, next five years, next six months. Well, it has to happen. It has to happen this year because Congress goes in two-year session increments. And if oh, uh, once that session's change, over, yeah. then you start all over again with all these co-sponsors and stuff. So um, right now they got 70 senators out of the 100, and they got four, uh, 330 uh, House of Representative members. There's only 100 left. So it, it's a high percentage of congress is on board it's the most the highest supported bill that's out there and uh it's possible it's going to happen sometime soon so so we just don't understand that. That, that's way more than 50 percent of both things so why doesn't it just go yeah right that's what well, I that's understand. the push right now is to the push right now is not asking your congress people to support it the push is to ask them to advance it to in vote. the committee for a vote so to go to the floor, so that that's the ask at this point is just to ask for so we can we get this to a vote so we can move on with it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know if we if we wait too long, there'll be a stress for like you said, finishing it before the end of the session or the before the pre-elections. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So uh, updates. That was our that was our update for everybody. Anything else? Huh? You guys are, nope. you have boys. You got, is Frozen invaded your house? Oh, I have a daughter. Yes. We got a lot of Frozen yes. going on here. There's a lot of Frozen going on everywhere. Yeah. Dexter loves it too, though, so that's good. Of course. We went to Costco yesterday to get uh, something, and, and it was playing on the TV, and we just kind of sat there for a couple minutes and watched it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the the music is pretty good, I guess. The music is pretty good. It's very it stays with you though. Yeah. You know, my daughter has three of my presets in my car and whenever we get in, you know, I have the control on the on the uh steering wheel. So, I'll I'll wait till she's talking or not paying attention and slowly switch it to like real music instead of what she listens to. <laughs> but, you know, then she always figures it out and sends it back. We fight over that kind of stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, man. So I'm frozen. That's that's how this uh, this winter went. What a great winter for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you want to do? Let's uh, let's. You want to do moments, or you want to go right to plugs? I got a moment. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. It just it actually just happened before I jumped on here. I was giving Dexter a bath, and um, he was pulling out a whole bunch of. This toys that he hadn't played with in a while and and then throwing them in the bathtub and so then you know then he was in the bathtub playing and he he has this duck and it's kind of like a wind-up thing and it you know it spins its legs and swims through the through the 
water. Um, but so he had it in the tub and he, and it was filled up with water and he picked it up and he looked at it as he was holding it and the water was dripping out of it. He goes, duck goes pee pee. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I just started busting out laughing. It was, it was, it was awesome. Awesome. It is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's stuff like that, that, that makes me laugh. Anything with pee pee or poopy is always good. Absolutely. What do you say, Rick? Um, At our World Down Syndrome Day party, um, Kayla had three uh, friends show up, uh, not with Down Syndrome, just friends through school and through dance class, and uh, they all all hung out together and were dancing to the DJ, and it was really cool to see and just see someone... As a parent, seeing uh, you know other kids just come and show up to things is is a is a powerful moment. So I think really I'm looking cool at the that. picture of it right now. It's great. Yeah, there's a picture on Facebook. It was awesome, and she was so excited and to have you know, have her friends there. So it was really cool. Superman, yeah, that's great. Uh, I guess my moment is uh, Luke uh, catching on to the uh, um, uh, his ad- his address for you know like last month. It was his phone number. And you got to do it with a song, you know, so he has to sing out that, da, da, it's always, uh, what tune is that? Da, 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 da. That's how I, I, I like did my address to that, whatever. And I'd sing it always in the bathtub or all the time. And, uh, uh, you know, then, you know, a couple of days later you hear Kim saying, did you teach him his address? Cause he's singing it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Awesome! Yeah, that's it's the good. way to get it into his head. So we have this little role playing thing where he pretends uh, he's lost, dad and, and I pretend I'm the police officer, and I say, you know, little boy, what's your name? <laughs> and I, you know, and little boy, what's your uh, um, what's your phone number? And we were stuck there till about I don't know two weeks ago or whatever. But lately, we've been singing the address, and sure enough, he he sang that as well. And then and then my wife sends me at work an email. She goes, Have you been singing? Uh, uh, swing low, sweet chariot to him when you put him to sleep. And I said, well, sometimes, yeah, why? She goes, he was saying it the other day. It's weird. <laughs> you teach a kid higher math or anything as long as you could sing it. We'll just have the, the teacher. I can picture the teacher's accommodation now. Okay, so you're welcome to teach history and science, but you need to sing it all. <laughs> It'd be like everything an opera. In a, everything you know? in a musical. <laughs> Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Sing the whole thing. It's true, though. It works. Just singing. It works works with me, too. Works with everybody. All right. So the big thing we want to plug is uh, 321 Foundation. Thank you. I hear it's pretty cool. Uh, You know, the shirts are cool. They should fly off the shelves. I hope you ordered enough. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I want to be able to go to this party next year because it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, that's we, three, we two, are one, going to have parties throughout the year so we'll, for one reason or another we will get you 321 foundation that's the numbers numerals 321 no space foundation and it's the same 321 foundation for Facebook probably Twitter as well I don't know how Twitter yes. works the same <laughs> you guessed it good job Mark <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a podcast co-host but I have no idea how Twitter works alright <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, thank you for spending an hour with us. This has been. I, I have a plug. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. Um, our our very first guest, I think, who was on the podcast, Dan, whose son's name is Milo, uh-huh. is running a fifty k 
race. So about 30 miles, 32 miles, um, 31 miles, I think. Yeah, uh, and raising funds for research down syndrome. <laughs> and so if awesome. anybody's interested in, in donating, it's uh, crowdrise.com slash run for Milo. All, all, no spaces in there. Crowdrise.com. Okay. And we'll put that in the show notes too, right? Sure. Yeah. Be a, be a link fest. Speaking of uh, previous guests, if you recall, uh, Rachel Coleman and uh, um, her crowdsourcing for her new show, which we, you know, we 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 got because I donated and uh, uh, we watched. It was pretty good. It's very music centric. Speaking of, uh, you know, yeah, singing things or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. and Frozen too, because you know, obviously, music is such a such a huge part of everything. Um, I heard of another crowdsourcing thing. Uh, we, we, my, my wife and I were closet uh, Veronica Mars fans. Have you watched that show from way back when? They, act, they actually crowdsourced a movie. Movie, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, I don't follow a lot of news, but uh, Ver, the, Ver, Veronica Mars popped out at me. There was a picture of her in the USA Today or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's how you, I guess, it's a new way to, you know, to fund things. So. Uh, it sounds similar to how your how your friend is uh, how Dan is raising some money, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Okay, so we'll put a link in for that. Uh, okay, anything else? Uh, are you guys going to Indy for the convention? Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm going to give a tentative yes. Yeah, we have more. we have a hotel reservation. I know that. So okay, okay. Well, now we got a place to stay. Then sweet. All right, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody jump in. No problem. Get your hey if you haven't got it, just get your hotel. You can cancel up to the day of. So get your hotel reservation. How about how about minivan? Hundred fifty dollars a night. What? Do, you, do you get? Do either of you guys have a minivan? Yeah. No. What do you have? Uh, Honda Odyssey. Okay. We are we are in hot and heavy on the minivan. Oh man. Train. Dude, they're Ooh, awesome. Seats. It's just it's you know people mo- people mock but it's like driving around in your living room. There's just no, no there's no beating it. <laughs> Honda Odyssey is the biggest. Yeah, one. Honda Odyssey it, looks fantastic. It costs a lot I mean, of money. I think that's what we're it is. It's for. like it's like being in your living room. Matt Matt and Mary just bought one. You know, you can't you can't you can't go wrong. They're all good. You know, I'm not saying one or the other. My wife always hits me whenever I'm in a minivan. I'm like, wow, look at all this stuff in here. It's so convenient. It's so easy to get it out of. Uh, yeah, it's yes. It's, 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 we're not there yet. It's like, you know, the shovel. You know, you could make fun of it, you know, because it's not very sexy or whatever. But at the same time, it's really good for digging holes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and moving, moving, moving busy families place to place, you just you can't beat it, dude. You can't do it. Yeah. So I think we will probably drive to Indy. So I thought you were saying that when you flew to Indy, would we have a minivan to drive you around in? And uh-huh. the answer is yes, although we might have to put some kids on the roof. <laughs> it's a serious drive. Well, because cause we'll be two families of five. Right. Uh, and Rick only has four. Yeah. <laughs> that I know of. That you know of. <laughs> nice. Nobody slapped you with the suit yet. Okay. Uh, righty. So, yes, Indy's coming up. Um, I was gonna, So that's all the plugs. I was going to say uh, we would love a review on uh, iTunes under uh, um, Down Syndrome Radio. Or go to downcentralradio.com, which is suspiciously the same as downrightawesome.com, which we should also plug as well. Which um, is back up, by the way. Oh, look at that! Just in the time. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Awesome. I don't know what happened. Uh, I didn't hear from anyone, but I checked it. You can download it now. 
obviously it yeah, was it, go it, back it, and listen to it, our old episodes too it, it, it was your weekly server maintenance you know because it gets so many hits it must, you know you guys got to maintain the servers all the time yes, the server sure. farm probably that it takes um and you know we thank you for uh, spending an hour with us uh you know we are the downright awesome dads and uh we thank you for listening i don't have a closing song and i'm all the way here it's okay man so yeah we should play, play your song, song from play your song <laughs> All right, hang on. They are opening again for our closing because it's awesome. Say that again. It is pretty awesome. You can do our opening for our closing. No, I'm going to play the oh, special, oh. special opening closing episode. Let's see. Do you want to build a snowman for the first time in Oh, oh gosh. Yep, thanks. Won't be able to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This, so sleep uh, is do you want to build a snowman? That's the other one. Dude. This is Let It Go. Right. Come on, man. That's a good ending. You know, I didn't even know he owned Snow this. Snow glows white on the mountain. All right, guys. Thanks for a good night, man. To be seen. All right. We got two guests lined up. We're just having a trouble. Kingdom uh, of isolation. And it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I tried.